marriage is I'm going to outserve you. Mm-hmm. He, we challenge ourselves. We work on our marriage every single day. That's good. I'm going to outserve you. You're going to outserve me. The first step in outserving is paying attention and identifying. And a lot of times, men want a good thing, good qualities, but they do not want to honor her in giving her their last name and their heart. Marriage takes sacrifice and it's going to sacrifice you first. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the New Rich Podcast with Dr. Uyi Abraham and my co-host. Dr. Faith Abraham, welcome back, New Rich Nation. We're so glad to have you. This is the number one podcast for entrepreneurs and creators. And we have two amazing, amazing people with us in the studio today. I mean, we're excited about this uh, from day one. We just love them. I mean, it's like, like our brother and our sister, and they're just doing amazing things. And they've wrote a book. Come oh, on my with God. It. And we just got okay. our copies today, and I can't wait to share with you all, you know, the magnificent uh, marriage blueprint. But before we do, so Dr. Faith, how was your week? <laughs> My week was fantastic. And do you know why? Why? I had a Saturday off. Thank Jesus. <laughs> Listen, that Saturday was so quiet. I got laundry done. Just the little things that I used to like despise. And now I'm like, oh, this is so therapeutic. I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to travel. I'm just chilling. Oh my God. Oh, it was good. Wow. That was that set the whole week for me right there. Wow. Because I'm a bit of a homebody. So. I know. <laughs> that was like calling af- out. It's like after we had our, our last child, you just became like, when we first got married, you were like, I was like the, the boring one that didn't yes. want to go nowhere. <laughs> yes. So after we got married now, or after we had our third baby, she don't want to go nowhere. No, no, like she don't want to, she got kind of get lazy, get ready. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm so. I'm good. I'll just be at home. Let me watch TV. Let me put on my weighted blanket, my little aromatics around the house. I'm good. (laughs) Awesome. 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 How about you? How was your week? My week's been good. I wish I have a Saturday off like you, but still working hard. And uh, right now, we're just in a place of growth. You know, hiring hiring good people is harder than it looks. You know, I remember one of my, you know, successful friends told me years ago that one of the most difficult things in business is finding the right people to hire. I thought he was joking, but um, it's becoming more and more a reality. But uh, we're going to crush it this year. Yes, we yeah. are. So this is the perfect place to bring in our friends, mm-hmm. our guests, yeah. Dr. Derek and Dr. Otavio. We are so blessed. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Faith and Dr. Yui, we are so blessed to be here uh today yeah super excited and i'm like you faith i love like staying home i'm a home body if we're not traveling oh, nowhere out the country i love it i just like to stay at home watch cartoons with my girls cartoons? yes <laughs> okay. i love it she the one that always like to be on the go oh um, i'm just mm-mm. I like I like to be on the go. I love to create memories. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love to to be able to do new things. Mm-hmm. And my husband be like, "Why you can't just do it here in the A?" Or right, why you right. can't just find something? And I'm like, "No, 
we need to do this and you know and i think that you just said something i think if anything that is what gets me out of the house yeah am i making a new memory mm-hmm. is it okay. something i've never done right before? right right this a new experience that will really stick with me and yeah transform me as as an individual yeah then i can get out the house if it's just some regular degla child i'm at the house okay <laughs> right. yes. he just yes. don't yes. care he just yeah. he just like being at home and now he has conditioned our son, which will be 21 this Sunday, wow. and our daughter, Lauren, which is nine years mm-hmm. old, she absolutely does not like to leave the house. Mm-hmm. She's like, where are y'all going? Can I stay here? I'm like, you're nine. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go to jail. You right. cannot stay. Exactly. So she's like in full, ugh, mm-hmm. like, why are y'all taking me and why are y'all taking me out of my comfort zone? And I didn't have plans. She don't care about our plans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't have plans to leave. So, <laughs> Are you an entrepreneur, coach, or creator ready to make seven figures in your online business? If that is you, then you need to register and come to the Nourish Mastermind. It's a first of its kind exclusive mastermind for very few entrepreneurs who want to scale and level up their online business this year. In this mastermind, we're going to help you with everything you need to scale and position yourself and your online business for seven figures. We're going to help you and teach you, Dr. Fade and I, with all the great speakers on developing a millionaire mindset, your business funding, your digital marketing, hiring the right team, and everything else you need to scale your online business this year. And it just goes beyond the teachings alone, right? There's going to be a lot of fun activities. And also, too, you're going to have opportunity to meet with other aspiring seven-figure entrepreneurs, build that relationship, and just by being in the right room. That's right. So get your ticket now. Use the link below and register today. And also, too, the date is May 19 and 20 right here in the beautiful city of Atlanta. You can get your ticket to this space it's extremely limited. Go right now to thenewrich.me, thenewrich.me, and we're going to see you in the room because it's time for you to level up and scale your online business to seven figures. It's waiting for you. We'll see you in the room. Okay, but you guys are married. Yes. You've right. been married for how long? 22 years. 22 years. 20. Uh, but y'all last, Yeah. You better stop lying. You look like this. I don't look, look at a fly all the time. Like and everything. This is not married. Yeah, this yeah. will be 22 years. 22 years. Got married at the age of 21. And 22. Yes. 22. No premarital counseling. Never seen a successful marriage. So early on, we when we got married, it was rough because... I didn't know what a husband looked like. I didn't know what a man looked like. But, you know, we made Jesus our foundation. Yeah. And then we allowed our friendship to be the frame. Mm-hmm. And then we just put in little pieces, trust, love, um, patience, kind, gentleness. And that's and how we and forgiveness. And that's how we built a successful marriage because the first seven years of our marriage was extremely toxic. Divorce was a common word. Tell us about yeah. it. Yes, because like my yeah. wife, she's been on her own since she was 12. Okay. I've been on my own since I was 15 so both of us coming from two different environments and like it was just so toxic so when we got together you know I met my wife when 
tune um, at a very young age. So we was in. The, so she introduced me to selling drugs. So her granddad house was the trap house. So she introduced me to selling drugs and she introduced me to God. So she taught me how to sell drugs and she taught me how to tithe at the same at the same time. Okay. So in the beginning. It was rough because she was an alpha female. Mm -hmm. She was used to doing everything on her own. And the side of town she grew up on, she was real aggressive. So I wasn't used to nobody like that. I wasn't used to somebody being like so independent <laughs> at such a young age. So we collided. We bunted heads a lot. So, you know, when we got married, it was just extremely toxic. I remember, you know, from to, to rewind, you know, when our trap house got busted, mm -hmm. I claimed her drugs so she didn't get locked up. So I took wow. a charge for her and I told her, you need to be nice to me because I go down there <laughs> right, right, and I tell on. the police, you, you remember those drugs I claimed? Those was her drugs. So, it, But it was the right thing to do at the time. And we wasn't even married then, but I was like, it didn't make sense for both of us to go to jail. And we had three kids at the time. So the right thing to do as a man was for me to claim her, her drugs. So I claimed her drugs. So I ended up getting locked up and I was facing 15 years wow. in jail. So when I was in high school, I got locked up and I went up under the First Offenders Act for a drug charge. So God is just um, so good. I was able to get the First Offenders Act twice. And that's unheard of. So I asked God, I said, God, if you get me out of this without having to serve any time, I will never sell drugs again. Mm -hmm. And I held fast to that. So when we got married, you know, our marriage, it was just in a rough place because yeah. you got somebody that, you know, mom passed when she was nine and she never knew what it was like to, to be a woman or not, I want to say to or be to a woman. Or to even be, yes, you could say to be a woman or to even be loved. To be love. Mm. So it was just a toxic environment. So when we argued, she's okay. looking to say that something that hurt me right. and I'm looking to come back with something worse to hurt her. So we didn't know how to argue. So we wasn't fighting fair. So we were just hitting each other below the waist. Mm. So in, my, front of our in front of our kids, yeah, it wow. wasn't like we'll wait till the kids leave. We argued in front of the kids, cussing each other out every night. I ain't never know nobody would cuss like her. Wow. She could put some love cuss work. Jesus. She could put uh, some, together. Yeah, together. Yeah, she could put <laughs> some, some, some compound. Let's, let's is, that, is that legal to sound like? <laughs> let's you can't the say that straight. to me. I, I, you know, I stopped cussing in 2003. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she was, yeah, she just, oh, so she, she would yeah. put some compound cussing. Can you say that together? Can you put a cuss word? So it was bad. So so one day my wife, you know, she had wrote this confession, this marriage confession. Mm -hmm. So regardless of how we argued or fought the night before, we will wake up the next morning and we will hold hands. And although nothing in our marriage resembled the confession, we kept saying it. Yeah. Then we okay. We, then we start noticing. A week went by. We haven't had an argument. Okay, it's two weeks. A month went by. Six months. So our life was changing, and we didn't even notice it. Mm -hmm. So we tell people all the time: is power in words. Right. Mm -hmm. So although we we didn't see it at that time, our marriage it was changing mm -hmm. right before our eyes, mm -hmm. and it was changing, and it was bettering us. It was for the better for us. And we could see a difference even in our children. Right. Because I wasn't, uh, and I'm, I still struggle with affection. Yeah. And it's like, ugh, like God, just help me to, because I, I hug them when they need it the most, but just help me to hug them. Help mm -hmm. me. You know, I know my children know I love them, but sometimes it's just a struggle with 
affection. And what, I, and what do you I, think that is, though? I think that because I lacked that as a child. And a lot of times, as believers, we're so deep in the Word of God that we forget to confront the area of deliverance where, mm -hmm. where learned behavior That's right. uh, is concerned. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There is something that happens when we identify why am I triggered by that? Why, why, why am I not moved? Like if my children are hurt or if they need me, I'm instantly coming. But why can't I give them a hug every day? Wow. Or why can't I embrace them? And I've been working on it. And I think I've come think a long way. Because what you're saying too is, for, especially for believers, where we sit there and we're like, okay, God, do this, do this, do this, do this. And God is like, I'm not doing that. Right. I gave you the dominion, mm -hmm. the authority, the power. Right. So you can lean on me for strength, but you still have to take that action. Yeah. You still have to realize where you are and the little things you can do yes. to shift that and to change that. Yes. And that's so powerful because you could have really just said, I just don't do affection. Mm -hmm. Right. Done. But to and me, left, and left it right there, just left yeah. it alone. But you're not saying that. You're yeah. literally saying, no, I want to be better. I think the most powerful position that we can be in as believers is a place of accountability. Absolutely. Um, I, I know if I'm asking God to help me be better, the first thing I have to identify is what's making me the worst Wow. or what's good. putting me in a black, bad place or what's making me moody or what, what, what is what I don't identify mm -hmm. will be identified by others right. because I refuse to deal with it. Wow. So I need to deal with it on my own. And I think it comes to routine maintenance, yeah. like yeah. with your car, with your vehicle, every. 300 um every three months or every so often you got to get your car service it's the same thing when it comes to your marriage your yeah. kids when the last time have you done the routine maintenance in your marriage mm -hmm. if if i hear my wife make a noise that i'm not familiar with that i never heard i i wouldn't do myself a service i say baby um, what's going on you, I, I, you made a sound that i never heard or you said something mm -hmm. that you never said before let let me do the routine maintenance right. don't don't wait till you have a full-blown argument or your engine go out in your car to take your car to do the routine maintenance. We, we, we do, we work on everything so hard, but what's most important to me, my marriage is the most important thing to me. This is the longest thing I ever been committed to in my life. Mm -hmm. 22 years of, of commitment. So if, if I'm not invested in my marriage with us, with the vows I took before God, then how can I be good at anything else? You know, if it, with, with, with people say when God, what is the last thing God told you to do that you didn't do? So right. the, the last thing, that, that I, I when I took those vows, I told God for better or for worse, through sicknesses and, and um health to death do us part. So I'm I'm committed to my vows. I'm honoring my vows, not just because everything is going good, not just because everything is smooth when the times was rough. I honored my vows. And we tell couples all the time, even when you're in a, a rocky stage of your marriage, it's okay to leave and get a ride around, get a deep breath, but always come back home. Don't leave and spend the night out. Right. No, always right. come back home. You you can leave and get some fresh air, you know, regather your thoughts, look in the mirror, and, and make sure when you look in the mirror, you make the necessary adjustment because yeah. a mirror right. is designed to show us our reflection. The Bible is designed to show us our reflection. I do my marriage a disservice, my kids a disservice, and me a disservice if I look in the mirror and I know I need to make some necessary adjustments mm. and I just walk 
walk out and I don't do it. Wow. Okay. That's self-deception. So let's yeah. talk about this. Let's break that down a little bit because um, what you're saying is very, very rare. Mm -hmm. um, is is not common nowadays with men, mm -hmm. right? right? Like you can see, there's a lot of single, wonderful single women out now. Mm -hmm. You know, even in the church, you mm -hmm. know, it's like there's a shortage of men, not necessarily, mm -hmm. but just a lot of men see marriage now as a burden. Mm -hmm. They see marriage as a prison. Mm -hmm. They see marriage as, you know, for whatever reason, mm -hmm. right? So men are not having that depth of commitment mm -hmm. like it used to be. So now let's talk about you. Maybe there might be a guy watching right now that might learn one or two things from you. How did you become that? Whereby men are just like, I don't want no commitment. Mm -hmm. I just want to do my own thing. Mm -hmm. And you just say, you know what? I want to be committed to one woman. Mm -hmm. I want to be committed to my vow. So mm -hmm. what happened to you and how did you become that person, be that man that values commitment? Mm -hmm. Because I understood when the Bible says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and it obtains favor from God. Mm -hmm. My wife is my stimulus package. She adds flavor <laughs> to my, my life. She, she adds season to my life. Mm -hmm. Like my wife is my favor. She's my cheat code because mm -hmm. she's able to see things I can't see. She's able to pick up when I'm sad, pick up when I'm down. And she was with me when I didn't have nothing. I, got, I have a praying wife. And to, to a man that's out there that's saying, well, um, you unsure about getting married, you haven't met the right woman yet because the right woman, she will change your perspective on marriage because she will pray for you and not prey on you. When you have a, a true woman, she could pick up if you need help. Even if you're the provider and you pay all the bills in the house, if you have a need, you're not going to have to come ask her. She's going to automatically know. Mm -hmm. And that's the difference with finding a good wife. And then in the Amplified version, it says, he who finds a true wife. Because if, if it says a true wife, then it must be have a false wife. Mm -hmm. And I tell people all the time, it's a difference between a good thing and a good time. My wife is my good thing. A good time is a moment. Most men looking for a good time. That's just a moment. A good time is the weekend. A good, good time is every now and then. But a good time don't cook. A good time don't clean. A good time <laughs> can't pray for you. A good time will give you headaches. So if you're just looking at a woman because she have a nice shape, what are her qualities? What type of values do she add to your life? And my wife, she adds so many values. She has so many qualities. She's a true old school mother. She can cook. There's so many things that she can do. She's just, and I, God, I truly believe that God created her just for me. Wow. Mm -hmm. I truly believe that with, with everything in me. I love what you said because I feel like, and when I deal with my clients, and especially the male ones who are single, I always... I allow them to express themselves, but I do get upset and I do confront them. Mm -hmm. Because if you're complaining mm -hmm. that you're not getting the right kind of woman, you haven't met the right kind of woman, now I have to ask the question and mm -hmm. say, well, what is your picker like? Right. Mm -hmm. How are you, if you're the one that's choosing, if you're the one that's in charge, mm -hmm. what are you looking for? Mm -hmm. Are you just looking and focusing on shape? Mm -hmm. Or are you looking at character? Are you looking at value? Right. You look, so your picker is off. Right. Why is your picker off? And then two, the insecurities with, within on. the man is going to attract the insecurity that's in the woman. So, so subconsciously, they are attracting their insecurities. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and that's what it is. Which is comfortable for them. With, with, which is comfortable versus for them. Versus the true wife right. that's going to make you feel very uncomfortable. Right. Like my husband made me feel very uncomfortable in a lot of the areas of my life and myself that... I just was not comfortable in. It mm -hmm. was very much a loud 
insecurity for mm -hmm. me. But to have someone sit there and say, yeah, I noticed it too. But, you know, we can do this. No, bro, I don't want to hear that. Mm -hmm. yeah. at, you know, at first right. it's like, mm -hmm. no, this yeah. person is, guy. you could, you yeah. have been she mistaken. Be so right. I don't mm -hmm. think I've ever mm -hmm. said the story. Mm -hmm. At the time, you know, she was trying to leave a relationship and I was just like a friend. And I mm -hmm. still have, like, physically fight the guy. Mm -hmm. Fist fight. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was fighting yeah. the guy. I was I'm serious. She I was at the so dog. Uh -huh. Anger, I'm upset. It's not the switches. Mm -hmm. So if anybody's <laughs> wondering, marriage really is good when you have the right person. Mm -hmm. This one is a testimony because she's the sweetest person now. Mm -hmm. But at first, she had this lot of anger and a just get upset mm -hmm. and get physical. So I literally saw at the fight the guy, <laughs> physical fight, physical fight, <laughs> like pushing uh -huh. him and punching him. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh lord, mm -hmm. <laughs> who's right. this? Who is this mm -hmm. one, you know? But at that time, she was not really saved, you know, <laughs> to kind of see the way Jesus really walked in her life. Mm -hmm. yeah. And also, too, I'm calm. You know, marriage, you know, there's a rub off, you know. Right. So I'm mm -hmm. calm, so I'm able to, like, transfer some mm -hmm. of that calmness to mm -hmm. her. Then she's also kind of transfer some, a little bit more feistiness. And you know what? It's funny you so say that because it's the same thing because... Yeah, with us. It brings a balance. You would have like, like, my yeah. wife, she is, the, like, the aggressive one, and she's super bold. So I'm the calm one because we both couldn't be alike because she's not going to allow nobody to take advantage of me or, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to allow her to, to, to go but so far. So we balance each other out perfectly. But yeah. back in the day, yeah. like, that, it, was, yeah. it was rough. It was, yeah. it was rough because, I mean, I'm from the hood. So it's like, if he fight, I'm fighting. And I might initiate the fight. I'm probably going to, I'm probably out of the both of us at that time. I'm I'm probably the one that's gonna swing on whoever mm -hmm. coming against us first. I'm gonna hit first. And you know, I think that what happened was Derek brought so much balance yeah. to my life when I understood the assignment. Mm -hmm. When I understood the purpose. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't understand the assignment until I got in God's presence. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think that a lot of times we try to go through the process as believers mm -hmm. of God want me single. No, God wants you to date. But because you're so set in your ways, you won't get in his presence. In his presence, you receive wisdom and information that leads to your transformation. So in your comfort zone, your comfort zone is saying, I'm going to be single for a season. Mm -hmm. But God is saying date. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that may include dating yourself. Mm -hmm. Singles don't want to hear that. Mm -hmm. But you got to get to know you so that in his presence, God will begin to show you who you are, mm -hmm. prepare you to be found, and also detox that learned behavior, mm -hmm. rejection, all of those past fears, hurt, anxiety, all of those things that have been holding you back in his presence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is where those things are identified, where they are eliminated, and that's where deliverance take place. Yes, we love to have deliverance ministries in our ministry, and they are vital, they are important, but you can get deliverance in your closet. Yeah. You can get delivered in your car. Yeah. You can get delivered at your cubicle. All you got to do is just get in his presence. And I want to piggyback off of something that you said, Dr. You, and when it comes comes to men finding. Yeah. I think that a lot of men lie to themselves. Yeah. Okay, I think now. that a lot of times you say you want this and that, 
but you really don't. Mm, you really want somebody to meet your need. You really want Ooh. a self-serving slave. Mm. You don't want mm. somebody that you have to outserve mm. because that's what marriage is. Come on. Mm-hmm. Marriage is I'm going to outserve you. Mm-hmm. He we challenge ourselves. We work on our marriage every single day. That's good. I'm going to outserve you. You're going to outserve me. The first step in outserving is paying attention and identifying. And a lot of times men want a good thing, good qualities, but they do not want to honor her in giving her their last name and their heart. Marriage takes sacrifice and it's going to sacrifice you first. Mm -hmm. You, not your spouse, you, 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 putting your ego at the feet of Jesus. Wow. You putting your pride at the feet of Jesus Mm. and you putting that worldly perspective. Who told you that? Mm. Yes. Who told you that? Right. Because at the end of the day, submission still don't mean stupid. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what they... Oh, I'm the man. I, I'm I'm the breadwinner. Well, guess what? Women are breadwinners too nowadays. Yeah. And listen, I've confronted people, yeah. especially on TikTok, because I feel like some- <laughs> <laughs> man, them passport bros. But I I feel like social media is, you know, one of the things about the word of God is you have to cast down every word yeah. that mm-hmm. contends against the word of God. Exactly. Yes. But social media is, you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Whatever thought, whatever feeling, mm-hmm. whatever contentment, whatever bitterness, whatever ang- anger you have, you could just brrr and yep. let it out. Yeah. And I see people just the comment section and the Ooh. content that's mm-hmm. going out. It's like, you guys aren't negating anything that comes into your peripheral. You just right. let it all out. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, especially uh, Dr. Octavia, what you had just said, are you guys confronting yourself? Right. Mm-hmm. Are you addressing what's going on with you? Because hindsight being 2020, if I could do it all over again, I would absolutely marry my husband again. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I would have taken the time to purge and to grow up yes. and to deal with some stuff within myself. Yes. So I wasn't carrying all this luggage. And I'm not talking about the stuff in my house because I really didn't have nothing in my apartment mm-hmm. when we got married. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was an easy move. I'm talking about the emotional baggage. Yeah. I'm talking about the rejection and the hurt and mm-hmm. the anger and the you know, just the reason why I was so spicy and so fiery. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because, oh, God made me that way. You know, there is a level of God in that. But my experiences made yeah. me that way. Mm-hmm. And he had to deal with all of that. Right. Yeah. But social media is like people don't filter anymore. Not they, right. They're no. not privy to the fact that when it comes to marriage, you literally have to put yourself on the altar. Mm-hmm. Every day. Is what mm-hmm. my, yeah. Is <laughs> what my spouse saying the truth. Right. Or wow. they just trying to push me it's down. It's funny you right. said it because we, we say that all the time. Like when you when you have an argument, because typically what happens in a marriage, when you have an argument, the truth come out. <laughs> oh. so, so I tell couples all the time, pay attention to what your wife say you always do. Yes. And then go look in the mirror and say, is there some truth to that? Right. So once you identify if it's some truth to, truth to that, make sure your wife can never say that about you again. Now, if you're going to say something about me, it's going to be something different. Right. But it's not going to be that. <laughs> so so you, you, have, you have to work on yourself daily. Yes. Like as, as, the, as the men, I'm in charge of my thermostat. Yes. So in my house, I control it. So I put it on love, patience, kindness, mm-hmm. gentleness. So with my wife, if it's an area that she's struggling in, I don't say, baby, you need to change. We need to change. Yes. What can I do to assist you in that area? Because my job as 
as her husband is not to point out her flaws, it's to help her eliminate them. That's it. So if, if so if you if you're willing to help, because one thing about it, I tell all the time, you you're you're my teammate. You're not my roommate. We we on the same team. And, and although I pay all the bills, my wife she got her own money. She she could very much pay all the bills. Mm -hmm. But when she was just talking about being submissive, it's not that I'm the man. You got to listen to me. Mm -hmm. Whatever idea makes the most sense, we listen. So I submit to her. So if your idea is better than my idea, I'm not I'm not so headstrong. Oh, we, it, it's gonna be my way, and I know my way is wrong. Mm -hmm. So when so when it fails, it's like well. I just wanted to prove that I was the man. No, <laughs> if your idea is better than my baby, we going with your idea. Because when we got to church initially, I wasn't on board, but I said, nah, this ain't it. Why? I, I still know. Because when I first looked at it, she seen it. She uh, her, she seen the I didn't see it initially. She was visualizing she already, it. She said, every, every, everything that she said yeah. is, is in there. Yeah. I couldn't see it. So we, when we went back and looked at it, I said, baby, you was right. I said, look, you, well, you, I said, baby, you was 100% right. But I didn't say because I'm the man, oh, this not it, oh, this not it. She was yeah. like, she was, she went to her but boss, I waited. which is God. She I said, waited. God, you know, get, show him. Uh, she went to, hold she, on, she went to daddy with She went to yeah. daddy. I was like, okay. I waited because we went in November of 2022. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. That's yeah. a wow. And um, when we stepped in, I said, oh, God. Yeah, she 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 knew right away. And it away. was a mess. Oh, I see. <laughs> but I used to be an event planner too, so okay. I can kind of you can see it before it's before. all done and cleaned up. But um, V, I remember V uh, called and she said, Pastor Tay, how did you like the building? I said, I love it. I said, but Pastor D is not on board yet. Mm -hmm. I said, so in past times. I force certain things. Mm -hmm. I said, now it's got to be God. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to take a back seat and trust God. And she didn't have no attitude about mm -hmm. it. Come on. She didn't even mention it to me again until <laughs> the last Come time on. we went to go see it. She, I mean, she, went, she didn't have no attitude. She wasn't saying anything. And that's growth. Yeah, and that, and that, and that, and that, and that's growth. That's growth and, that, and that, and that is growth. That's growth. Because, 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 like early on, like when we left the streets, we had some rental properties, <sighs> and us being so young and immature, like we just didn't know how to maintain Lost them. them. And I was letting her rush me into doing it, just you know what I'm saying, just saying yeah, just to mm -hmm. say yeah, and didn't and didn't do our due diligence in it. So I was like, I'm not going to do that again. I'm not going to allow that to happen again. So when I said, you know how I felt about it, she didn't get upset. She just was like, okay. And so. I didn't want to be that person mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that I was. Man, I'm liking you know. the growth. No, the growth. You know story. what I'm saying? Like yeah. back in the day, I wanted, I want Derek to get no. Uh, uh. This time, there's a level of communication that mm -hmm. has to happen, right? Because I already communicated to him. I feel it, but we both have to feel mm -hmm. it. That's it. So he, it didn't hit him in his spirit yet, but I knew I heard God. Mm -hmm. So when when we kept riding by. The building, I kept saying, "Babe, that's us." Mm -hmm. I said, "I said, I know you don't see it, but that's us. Oh, we're supposed to be there." I'm like, "That's mm -hmm. us." So when we had went back the last time, it hit me. Wow. I said, "This it." And God showed me literally how everything was mm -hmm. gonna go, from the paint color to mm -hmm. 
how to do the sign, to uh, yeah. how to do the background. And I'm not the hood and say, oh, yo, you know, it was my, no, I'm giving her credit. I'm, I'm not that. I just, see, I, I don't care to be the star. I just want to be on the winning team. Yeah. I just want to be on the winning team. I just want to be on the winning team. It don't matter. I don't care. <laughs> right. if, if it's yeah, her idea, I just want to be on the winning yeah. team and whatever part I could play in helping yeah. the team win, I'm willing to and, do and it. And one thing about it, um, my husband, his love for me healed my trauma. That's good. His love for me restored me into God's presence, into God's will for my life. Mm. So it is important who you marry. Oh. Mm. And it's important to be equally yoked too. Because when we first got married, we were equally yoked. We were both, you know, <laughs> drug dealers. Right. We were both, you know, cussers. We was both, we was both on uh on that level, but we love to go to church. Mm. And I think that the the point of being tithing drug dealers, I think that is why God never allows our meal barrel to run dry now mm -hmm. because our heart was in the right place. And back then, my favorite scripture was the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. Mm -hmm. That's why I tithe. I'm like, I'm out here in these wicked streets. I'm like, let me help. <laughs> Not knowing mm -hmm. I'm sowing toward my deliverance. I'm yeah. sowing. And that's why when people, which this is a whole nother subject, when people like are, try to argue with me, I'm like, the word of God is not up for debate. Mm. And you can't tell me about tithing because I was a tithing drug dealer. Mm -hmm. So you can't mm -hmm. confront me about something that I know works. Mm -hmm. Right. It's a system, mm -hmm. but it's a heart issue. Mm. Wow. If God can't trust you with $5, how can he trust you with $5 million? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. And, and And that's it. Wow. <laughs> that's this, it. This is so amazing. So now let's uh, go back a little bit, right? Okay. So how did you guys go from drug dealers <laughs> and fighting and now finding God and having a, a great relationship. So how did you guys find God? I was, what happened? What was the series of events that got you guys from like, okay, no, we want to really be sold out to God. Mm -hmm. And now you guys are pastors today. Well, what happened for me? Well, I got prophesied when I was 15 that I was going to be a pastor. And the lady name was Sister Pond. I was on Gobby Road. I was hiding Snoop Dogg on a giraffe <laughs> on the moon. Okay. And I couldn't see. I'm like, me? A pastor? Did you see I left today? I don't know. Oh, I, don't I told know. him he needs to go find. But but you know the amazing thing about God, and it's just it just blessed me so much. Is like God called me when I was at my lowest. Yeah. He qualified me when I was at my lowest. Yes. See, corporate America, your resume qualifies. You have to have a certain type of resume right. to work for corporate America. God said, I want you how you are now. He called me. He didn't wait till I get I got saved to say now. He called me when I was a sinner. Mm -hmm. And I was like, God, you love me that much. So fast forward, it was Father. Day weekend when I was 23 years old, 2003. My wife volunteered me to work a camera at this church. He was upset. Man, I had rolled me. A, I, and I used to go to church high, so I rolled. Oh yeah, no. I rolled me a blunt. I, had, I rolled me people a blunt. Think you're in the spirit? Yeah, yeah. People but think it was the spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, I didn't know God was the Most High. Oh, he, you know, He was. The, I was high, but I got introduced to the Most High. I'm so you. I had smoked the blunt before I went to church. And you, you know, were arguing with me. And I was arguing with her. Why you volunteered me to work this camera? I don't even want to go. So in the process. The spirit of God hit me and I can't even explain it. I wasn't even going to church to get saved. Mm -hmm. So that's why can't nobody tell me that God is not real because when you, anytime you have a true encounter with God, you're going to hear immediately and suddenly mm -hmm. and instantly. So my status was changed that very moment. I start drinking, cussing, smoking, 
clubbing in one day. Wow. So can't nobody tell me that the power of God yeah. is not real. So when we when, um I got born again that day. For real, for real. So when we left, I had a blunt already rolled up that I was gonna smoke when I got home, and I couldn't, and it just disappeared. And I couldn't <laughs> find it for like a month. And when I found it, it was in my pillowcase. So Whoa. I ended up flushing it down the toilet. So I'm fully persuaded. That yeah. the word of God works. Can't nobody tell me any different. Just like this jogging suit that I got on is green, is olive. I'm fully persuaded that the word of God works. I, e even though I was I was a heathen, I just <laughs> kept showing up. Yeah. Wow. And, and, and it finally took. Man, I'm gonna tell y'all with me. Pastors, when they show up high, don't be kicking them out. Right. Don't say mm -hmm. nothing to them. Let the spirit yeah. hit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and Pastor, oh. and that's a, a whole nother subject too. But. Listen, I who church folks, something else. So anyway, um, for me, I had saw this death angel. Mm. It was black. I'll never forget it. I had just had Jiree. Mm -hmm. He couldn't have been no more than six weeks old. So it didn't have a face, but the, the wings of it touched the ceiling of my apartment. And at that time, I only knew my cousins, them, like mm -hmm. who were in church. Because they, they were the ones that brought me to Christ technically. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let me call them and let them know what's going on. Mm -hmm. But the angel told me, he said, you're coming with me wow. if you don't change your ways. So it spooked me because I wasn't asleep. I was mm -hmm. up. I had just put the baby to sleep. He couldn't have been no more than six weeks. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh God. Because I knew God had something for me to do. I just didn't know what it what was. It was. Okay. But I took that as a warning. Mm. We have we we've got to learn not to frustrate the grace. Mm. Grace gives you freedom from sin, not freedom to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And I think my time was up in the world. <laughs> and I think that the enemy, he wanted to take me out. But the blood of Jesus paid the ransom. Mm -hmm. So he had to let me go. Mm -hmm. So I called my cousin. I was like, hey, something's going on. Like, it's, it was a spirit in here. And, and, you know, and now that I can see, I know it was a death angel. Wow. And it was humongous. Like the wings the shoulders of the wings and it slumped over and it had no face, but it had a voice and the voice was very creepy. And I was like, God, what in the world? So when I called them, they was like, well, come on, you need to go to church. Wow. So that's all I knew was church. And so I started going to this church and the prophet of the house was so mean, so controlling, so manipulative, but I'm praying, I'm in my word and my gift is now being cultivated and God is showing me the prophetic and God is like, no, you do not have to be disrespectful to God's people to execute your authority in leadership. Mm -hmm. But I had to go through that because again, pastor is not in my mind. This was 2002. Mm -hmm. So I go to this lady and she says, you about to go through a fire, but God said that, you know, be care, be don't, don't be fearful. Uh, everything going to work out for your good. He going to turn things around. And this was in October of 2002 mm -hmm. by December, 2002, we lost everything in the apartment fire. Wow. Oh my. Everything. And I had dreamed of an explosion, but I didn't really know how to pray. I just knew how to plead the blood. So when I woke up from that dream, mm -hmm. I didn't know to renounce the dream. Mm -hmm. So I just said, Lord, I plead the blood of Jesus mm -hmm. over my family and over this, but it was the start of me getting into a place of, but I was still cussing. Wow. I was still going to church, mm -hmm. 
but I, I had that struggle. So it, we ended up having to live with my, my brother-in-law and his baby mama at the time. And I'll never forget, my brother-in-law said, you go to church more than anybody in this house and you cuss more than anybody in this house. And I went in the bathroom and I asked God, I said, God, fix it mm. where nobody else can ever say that to mm. me. And I stopped cussing in 2003. And I think since 2003, I may have slipped up maybe four times <laughs> <laughs> or five times. And, you know, I'm transparent. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe four or five times since 2003 have I mm-hmm. slipped up or cursed or whatever. But I said that to say this, there is power in God. Yeah. And you have to identify your struggles mm-hmm. so that you can boldly approach the throne of grace. And grace is the eliminator of those struggles. Mm-hmm. Wow. He's the eliminator. Think about that. Mm-hmm. He he is the one. Grace is a person. Grace is Jesus. Grace is the one that empowers you and tells you, Go in a different direction and mm-hmm. sin no more. Sin is to the left. Go to the right. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go to the right. Mm-hmm. And so that's what happened. He started seeing me love on him and the kids. Like I said, I wasn't really affectionate. Right. He start, I started having a word for him every day, and he was high. Mm-hmm. And then God blessed us. We got burned out in December of 2000. Two mm-hmm. by December, no, by March of 2003, we closed on our home. first home. That's awesome. So, again, he was still smoking. I was like, Look, God done blessed us with this house. I was like, You can't smoke in here. But I never judged him. Right. I okay. never judged. I just let my light shine and I cried out on his behalf. And, and even Jari, like, Jari is such a calm, child he's such a loving child and he loves being in the presence of God he loves praise and worship because as I was growing Mm -hmm. he was right there with me praying and Mm -hmm. we watching TBN I just I'm like God it's a fire in me I I can't explain it but I can't get everybody to feel it but I just gotta be in your presence Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he started seeing somebody totally Mm -hmm. different because I started cooking every day then I stopped cooking because he kept talking about he was Gaining weight and mm-hmm. it was what? <laughs> it was gaining, gaining weight. weight. Yeah, it was gaining weight. She was cooking too much. <laughs> and then when I stopped cooking, he was like, Oh, you don't cook. It, it was just too much. <laughs> but it it was I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. Like I had money. I had no peace. I kept putting myself in situations that I had to that I felt like I had to be in mm-hmm. to get money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then I learned that money is the least in the kingdom. Mm-hmm, All mm-hmm. you need is favor. Yeah. You need God's favor and God's favor will open doors and, 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 and the money will be the least of your worries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And I think um, one of the things that really stood out to me, and I feel like people always do this and it's like, oh, well, you, you, you're a believer. You believe in God. You go to church. Nothing bad should happen to you. Ooh. Right, <laughs> right. You shouldn't go through anything because mm-hmm. I mean, don't you? Where your Jesus at? Exactly. Where, where, where he at? If 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 you love him so much and he love you, how come your house burned down? And how right. come y'all was having uh, uh, marital issues? And how come? How come? How come? But what you are saying, what I'm hearing, is that even though things happen, because that's life. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is what it is. It's it rains on the just. It mm-hmm. rains on the unjust. Mm-hmm. He didn't ever say it was going to ever go away. Right. It but, happens to everybody. But the good thing about God is sometimes he allow you to be uncomfortable 
only to make you comfortable. In that yeah. situation, when we had that apartment fire, we were subleasing that apartment from somebody. So God said, the only way I probably could get y'all out of here, <laughs> I got to burn it down. Right. Tell I my got, best and, and, and then somebody <laughs> came and knocked on the door to say, you know, it's a fire. And, you know, somebody says it's a fire. I'm like, okay, it's a fire. I ain't taking no serious. They came back again. Boom, 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 boom. You need to get all your kids out. It's a fire. And I never seen that person again. Jari was one, and my other kids, they was probably in their... No, no, I don't even think he, he was... He probably wasn't even a year old. Mm -hmm. But we didn't have nothing but the clothes on our back. It was like two weeks before Christmas. Everything. We lost everything. And like one thing about it, though, God said, look, I, I got something better for y'all because if it didn't burn out, we probably would have... We wouldn't have... Yes. Yeah. Because it was comfortable. Yeah. It wasn't, mm -hmm. wasn't causing that much. God said, no, I got something better for y'all. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we look at situations yeah. that's bad. God said, even, even in... in in all things, give thanks. He, so whatever the devil meant it. for bad, God will turn it God around for broke, good. God broke the powers of poverty mm -hmm. of our lives with, mm -hmm. with the fire. Mm -hmm. He broke poverty. He broke it. Wow. And I wanted you to share about what happened with Best Western and how we ended up here. With, the, um, with them telling us they could no longer oh, do the year. Oh, yeah, they told us they could no, no longer do... Um, so when we was, we was at the hotel for seven years, and they... Seven, yeah, seven yeah. years. And they told us they could hotel no... Hotel room, like a... Suite. No, 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 not a room time as far as the church. Mm -hmm. or, or yeah, the church. Oh, yeah and, and they were saying that, you know, they can no longer do a, like a year or two-year lease. They got to do month for month. So at first, we thought that was one of the worst things that happened. You know, so sometimes you... And the Bible saying, all things give thanks. Yeah. You got to give thanks in every situation. You might not understand it yeah. while you're going through it, mm -hmm. but we know we serve the, the the living God. So we know God not going to allow Satan to outdo him. And right. we have you know? to also understand he's the author and the finisher. Mm -hmm. yeah. So if he authorized it, he's going to finish it. Wow. Yeah. He said he that created the work and you shall what perform. Yeah. That's it. Our job is to show up in all confidence knowing that you know what, God, you're so good that you weren't going to allow me to stay stuck mm -hmm. in poverty. You're mm -hmm. so good that because we turned away from the streets, you, you're going to allow these people to see us publicly broken. Mm. Mm. But baby, the building, we were under construction and Jesus was doing a remodeling assignment on our lives. Mm -hmm. So it was important for you to see us lose some things mm -hmm. so that he could be glorified when he restored it back 100 fold. That's mm -hmm. it. See, our, our job is to rest and obey. It's God's job to authorize finish and perform. That's wow. It. That's even his job. Stuff that he don't even authorize. Yeah. He'll still come in and say, I got you, baby. Yes. Yeah. I'll take care When you too afraid to pray. Come on. When you know you wrong, you know you, you guilty. Dead wrong. Mm -hmm. And he still show up and say, it's okay. It's wow. okay. Mm -hmm. This is so amazing. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> of authoring. Now. Yeah, they are the authors author, of yeah, this book. Right. They just authored a new book now, The Magnificent Marriage Blueprint, mm -hmm. The Ultimate Guide to Building a Marriage that overflows ooh, Come on. Mm -hmm. with love, trust, and happiness. Let's talk about this mm -hmm. now. Let's talk about it. Why did you both write this book? Why now? Be because it, it's like when we was going through, we was going through, we couldn't understand it. And that's that book is 22 years worth of knowledge is worth the wisdom. And I, and I tell people all the time, if you are going somewhere you've never been, 
the first thing you do is you put your destination in your GPS. Mm -hmm. So that book is it's the ultimate guide. If, if a, a couple that's newly wed, they're right. struggling, it's going to help you. If it's somebody who's not even married yet and they're, you know, want to get married, it's going to help you. For a couple that's married and, they, and it's in the rocky place, it'll help you. Or mm -hmm. if you're in a good place in your marriage, it's a buffer. So that marriage, it, it's, it's like 22 years worth of ups and downs. And it's just showing people that marriage is worth it. You know, society yeah. tells us that marriage is just a piece of paper, but so yeah. is money. But people get up every single day and they work hard for money. So my, if, if you value your marriage and you treat your marriage like you treat your job or your business, yeah. it'll be successful. And marriage is fun, man. My wife yeah. is literally my best friend. It's not something I say because it sounds good. Right. It's the truth. Yeah. But we fought hard for our marriage. We worked for it. And it was so worth it. So that's why we so passionate about the book. We are passionate. Okay, so let me ask you, so Dr. O, tell, tell the viewers, the nearest nation, some of the things in this book. Well. I want everybody to go <laughs> get a copy. But before we do that, I just wanted to just kind of whet your appetite a little bit mm -hmm. so you can know exactly what's about it. What are some of the tips or tools in this book that could really help somebody watching right well i'm gonna tell you one of the things that's in there is transparency okay mm -hmm. a lot of times as believers you have leaders that are ashamed of their past mm -hmm. so they kind of i guess skip around certain things mm -hmm. in this book there is no skipping around in this book you're gonna see victory uh in the midst of coming out of a defeated place mm -hmm. and it's real it's nothing that was made up and the confessions and everything that's in it leads to a better you mm -hmm. because I can't be better for Derek until I become better for myself. Okay. So it's going to have an individual accountability. I believe it's going to allow some wisdom and some things that you may not have identified that your husband may have been saying or your wife have been saying. And it's like, man, I have marriage counseling right at my hands now. Mm -hmm. I can go and say, oh, what did chapter five say about this? Or what did chapter five say about that? And if there's a level, especially when the submission part, you know, <laughs> okay. if there's a level where you feel like I'm supposed to be dominating my spouse and this is, this is, if you heard it from a improper teaching at church mm -hmm. or a wrong perspective of submission from the world, mm -hmm. then this is going to give you a level of balance, balance and spiritual understanding to understand we submit one to another as we submit unto the Lord. God said, I laid my life down for my church. Right. So when you ask your wife to submit, the Bible says that you were supposed to give your life for your wife. Mm -hmm. You lay down your will to fulfill his will mm -hmm. and to fulfill his purpose. So it's like, Submission is not one-sided. It's three-sided. Mm -hmm. It's you, your spouse, and God. And it's wow. easy, I think, for women to submit yeah. to a man that who's leading them. Yeah. Who they feel safe with. Yeah. Who they he doesn't have to be right all the time. Right. That's yeah. that's not the thing. Mm -hmm. The thing is, can I trust this man with my life? Yeah. And is he right for me all and the time? And is he <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if I can do that, I can submit. What yeah. do you need from me? I got you. No problem. Mm -hmm. And then it would be just asinine for a man to see someone submitting yeah. or see his partner submitting to him and then just feel like oh this is a whole world dominance this is WWE yeah. right. like bro first of all if you're not submitted to God 
How can you expect someone to submit, someone to, right. submit to Because you? your thinking is who, not sober. Who is your headship? Mm-hmm. Who is your leadership? Who are you getting information from That's right. to lead and guide us? Right. Who is your compass? That's powerful. Wow. Yeah. This is good. I got like a lot of further questions. Okay. Okay, okay. okay. I apologize. I, apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go. The, the subtitle, there's a word that's interesting here. Mm-hmm. You said overflows with love, trust, and mm-hmm. happiness. You didn't mm-hmm. use joy. Mm-hmm. So is happiness really possible with marriage? Mm-hmm. Either one of you can Well, answer. well, and, and you know, happiness is a good word, but I, I, joy is, I think, a better because happiness determines how you feel at the moment. Mm-hmm. If it's your birthday and somebody don't tell you happy birthday, you could be sad. But when you got joy, whether somebody tell you happy <laughs> birthday or not, whether somebody acknowledge you or not, your joy is going to still be there. So I tell my wife all the time, my job as your husband is not to make you happy. My job as your husband is to push you into the will of God for your life. Because you could be happy if I buy you a pocketbook or if I buy you a ring, a nice car, but but it, it might dwindle away because the ring is old now. The pocketbook is pocketbook <laughs> is old now. But when you are walking in your purpose, you're going to be fulfilled. I want her to be fulfilled in her purpose. Mm-hmm. I want her to fulfill the will of God for her life. And anytime she's not feeling like, okay, am I supposed to do this? As her husband, I'm going to remind you who you are. You are more than able, you are more than capable, and you are qualified to do this. This is your assignment. Uh, Everything is not going to go the way we expect it, but if God told you to do it, every step of the way, he's going to give you what you need to fulfill your purpose. Good. Mm -hmm. Okay, I I got another question. I know you have a question, too. So, maybe somebody's watching, right, and they're like, oh, Dr. O, Dr. D, this sounds so wonderful, but they they are going through something in their marriage right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And your book is promising about love, trust, and happiness, mm-hmm. right? So how can a marriage or a situation whereby somebody don't trust their spouse mm-hmm. or trust has been broken or whatever, mm-hmm. how can a marriage be healed or restored mm-hmm. that maybe trust, love, and happiness has been broken? Mm-hmm. So what would you tell that person watching? So if, if the trust is broken... And if you if you the person that that caused the trust to be broken, mm-hmm. you don't get to tell your spouse when they should be over it. You don't get to tell that person, oh, you should be over it by now. You can't you can't put an expiration date on somebody else's pain. Okay. Your job, doctor. <laughs> I know you're a doctor, but slow it down now. Slow it down. <laughs> slow it down. Cause you're talking really good now. Mm-hmm. Okay, slow it down. Break it break it down a little bit more. Okay. So people you, can you, if, if if you the person that. So you can't say, well, it's been two weeks now. Yeah, it, it's over. been two weeks. You should be over now. Okay. Your job is to go over and beyond to let your spouse know that you're not going to do that again. If you got to give your spouse your passcode, if, if they got to have your location, look, baby, I'm leaving work. I'm going by Popeye's. When I leave Popeye's, I'm going by Kroger. When I leave Kroger, I'm stopping by Quick Trip. You got to make sure that you do everything you can do to regain that person's trust. And you can't tell, well, baby, it's been a year. You should be over now. You don't get to do that when you don't want calls the pain. Your job is to make sure your spouse know that you won't do that again or your spouse know that you are not that person. Any marriage can be restored if it's infidelity, if it's trust, but you can't keep picking at that scab. If the scab is healed, you can't reopen it. You got to make sure your spouse know, okay, they made a mistake. They're not that person. I gave them another chance. So let me, um, you know, work on my marriage. But you got to make sure you do your part. She can't come back to you or he can't come back to you. And okay, you 
did this and then the next week come you did that. You know, it can't be that because now you're a habitual offender. Mm-hmm. So you got to make sure that you that your spouse know that it happened one time, whether it's trust issues with the money, whatever it is, you got to make sure that they, they know that you're not that person and it won't happen again. And I think that people have to understand that repent means to turn away from. Right. Mm-hmm. Not I repent up until I get caught again. Exactly. So it's like you got to grow up. Mm-hmm. You got to be willing to grow up. Mm-hmm. You got to be yeah. willing to confront the negative behavior that you bring to the mm-hmm. table. Mm-hmm. Because when when somebody cheats, you don't know what the devil is using against the innocent person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He could be putting visuals right. in their head. You could have just cheated because you have a lust issue. Mm-hmm. And then your wife thinking like, oh, I had these babies. Mm-hmm. So it gives birth to something oh, yeah. completely different. And it causes insecurities. Yeah, it yeah. causes torment. Mm-hmm. It causes so much more. So I think that once you mm-hmm. understand, treat your spouse the way you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. If you don't want your spouse cheating on you, why would you cheat on your spouse? Mm-hmm. And if you have a lust mm-hmm. issue, tell your wife. Right. And maybe uh-huh. if you got a she cheat problem, get, maybe, you even, get rid of it. maybe you need to just <laughs> write, write, write your name on your bed, the, the, uh, Tony. Mm-hmm. This the only bed I sleep in. Right. Mm-hmm. Since, just, you just, just, yeah. since you can't just, figure out which just, bed to sleep in. Just write your name on it because the thing is, man, it's nothing like being faithful. Anybody can cheat. Yeah. But it takes a man to be faithful. It. it takes a man to be committed to one woman. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not hard because my, my thing is, what, what what are you looking for? You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, <laughs> whatever you just did for that two minutes, whatever, now you feel bad. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, so what are you, you know? So it's almost like you're abusing yourself. You're, exactly. At this point. You don't need nobody else to help you. You are you're abusing, abusing yourself. yourself. Mm-hmm. And this is so good because one argument that I keep seeing and hearing is, well, if we we're meant to be monogamous, mm-hmm. then on the women's side, we wouldn't have all had all these eggs since we were what? I think the uh, physiology says eight years old, women start producing eggs. Mm-hmm. And then the men say, well, if I'm so meant to be monogamous, I wouldn't have all this sperm. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like these they're using these little things to as the rationale for why they can't be monogamous. But mm-hmm. the truth is, it's all about commitment. Mm-hmm. If you can commit yourself, and, come on, Pastor. Then, you, you bubbling. And, and, and come then, on. And then you know the funny part about it is, the the same, um, you know, whatever the men want. Why, why, why your wife can't have that same privilege? You know, mm. if it's okay for you to do it, why, why your wife can't do it? Wow. You know, so, so my thing is like, it's like my wife is my wife. I'm not looking for no threesomes because back, because <laughs> back when we was coming up, that that was the thing. Everybody was doing threesomes. I said, except us. Yeah. Except yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. That that was. So so how is this cheating when you're not with your wife? But when y'all, but but it's, if if you if you have sex with a woman and you and your wife normally do threesomes, but when you're not with your wife is cheating, but when you with her is not cheating, it doesn't make sense. Now you don't even respect the integrity of your marriage, and especially when you have kids, you don't want to dumb down the importance of marriage. You took those vows before God, yeah. so I'm honoring my vow. I tell my wife all the time, I'm I'm fa- part of me is faithful to you because I love you, but I got a high authority. I love God more than anything. I'm, I'm God. I'm looking at you. 
you. I don't care what nobody else sees. You sees all. And a lot of times, people, you will do something in the presence of God that you won't do in the presence of your uncle or your cousin. But your uncle or your cousin don't have a heaven and hell to put you in. Mm. So my thing is, God, I love you. And I'm, I'm honoring you. I'm committed. And it's funny part about it. People look at how I dress and they say, do you smoke weed? No. Do you watch porn? No. Do you? No. Why do you know what I mean? It's, I get those questions all the or, time. Or they ask you, do you cheat on your wife? Yeah, do I cheat on No, I'm I'm faithful. I'm committed. And then I love my family. My family means yeah, everything yeah, to me. Kids, yeah, wonderful yeah. kids. So I, I want to be an example to my son. Look, no, this what a man, a man is faithful to one woman. Mm. You know, and I want my kids to my girls to look at me and, and, and desire not the type of a, a better person than me, you know? Because that's what kids, anything that we put in front of them. They are going to go 10x that. Right. Mm-hmm. So if it's infidelity, if it's arguing, if it's cheating, if it's sadness, if it's and we feel like, oh, the kids don't know what's going on. They mm-hmm. don't have no clue. Yes, they do. Yep. They feel everything. Mm-hmm. Everything is learned behavior. Yes. Yeah, yep. it's yeah. very much learned mm-hmm. behavior. You know, you guys said uh, when you guys got married, you didn't really have an example. Mm-mm. You know, my parents, their their relationship was not and has just not been what I personally would define as what I would want to experience every single day of my life. Right. right. And the same thing with my husband. Mm-hmm. So when we got married, we're 19 years in, we had to wow. teach That's ourselves. Amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. But you look so young. Faye. You don't look a day over 20 for real. You look I appreciate young. that. I, and I tell people, because people say that to me a lot. And when they see uh, my daughter, she's 16. They're like, oh, that's your sister. Mm. That's my child. Mm-hmm. That yeah. child came out of me. Mm-hmm. I say it's the God giving beauty for ashes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. But it says in the book yeah. of Isaiah, because mm-hmm. I burned a lot of stuff mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. at the altar. Mm-hmm. And I really, truly believe that God replaced all that hurt and all because I look better now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Right. No, me you know too. what I'm saying? Like, me too. Y'all can't tell me nothing. You know what I mean? Two people <laughs> have to realize, I tell people too, just because somebody been married for 35 years, it doesn't mean they have a good marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We say it's a difference yeah. between a fruitful marriage and, and a lasting marriage. marriage. Yeah. A fruitful marriage, it produces something. Mm-hmm. What is your marriage producing? Mm-hmm. You don't want to be married for 35 years. You can't even know your wife's favorite color. What she like? Y'all just roommates yeah. with benefits every now and then. That, that's not a good marriage. You yeah. want a marriage to be admired. You want you and your wife, your spouse, your husband, y'all want to enjoy each other, travel together, and create memories. You don't want your marriage just to be stale. Y'all just living together for the kids, right. and it's no, it's no chemistry. Kids, right? Kids don't want that either. They don't want that, you know. So I tell right. people all the time, just because somebody been married for thirty five years, that don't mean they're happy. Yeah, right. They can. I think that's the happiness component of the book too, because mm-hmm. I can say I'm happy with my husband mm-hmm. every day, and now. Joy, mm-hmm. I get that from Christ. Right. Right. Happiness, mm-hmm. I say I can I can honestly say I'm happy with my mm-hmm. husband. Yeah. Does he get on my nerves? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I get on his mm-hmm. too. Right. Does you know, is there some stuff I wish he wouldn't do, like, you know, leave his socks on the floor mm-hmm. or <laughs> you know, I'd be tripping over the shoes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. But I'm happy though. Uh, yeah. Yes. And I mm-hmm. would honestly wish that happiness upon all three of my children, mm-hmm. right? Upon their children, mm-hmm. upon my siblings, mm-hmm. and if I, I believe that if God can give us that, and we have worked hard in our marriages to create right. that, that's what God is talking about. Mm-hmm. That's what He's wanting to display, and that's what He gets glory from. Right. And Doctor mm-hmm. Faith, you said something that was amazing when you talked about 
people uh, making excuses to gratify their flesh. Mm-hmm. I think that people have to understand what Jesus said. Mm-hmm. He said the flesh profit nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can continue to make excuses to why you want to be in this negative behavior of, oh, let me just have sex with everybody. But you have to understand whatever you sow, you will also reap. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to put your body in a place where you reap corruption in mm-hmm. your body mm-hmm. because you you sow so many bad seeds. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm grateful for grace, but I'm also grateful that there is balance in grace. Mm-hmm. Grace gives you freedom to walk away from that which has held you hostage. Mm-hmm. Grace paid the ransom mm-hmm. to let to, sin had to let you go. And you have to understand that there is a wage to be paid. Wow. The Bible says the wages of sin is death, mm-hmm. but the gift of God is eternal life. life. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about eternal life, we're not talking about getting to heaven to receive our mansion. No, we're talking about stepping and tapping into the will of God for our lives now. And I think that a lot of people are afraid of commitment because they are not committed to themselves. You can't be committed to nobody because you're not even committed to yourself. So you can use an excuse of, oh, I got all these eggs or, oh, I got all this sperm. Mm -hmm. But guess what? Don't nobody want it because you're not friendly. Don't nobody (laughs) like you. You can't keep a woman. One, because your attitude nasty. You complain. You have nasty. Ways half of you men were raised by women. You have women uh, instincts, women uh, characteristics, Mm -hmm. and you keep saying, "Oh, I don't want no woman." The truth is, she don't want you. Wow, (laughs) this is so good. Okay, so there's so much. I've oh my god, this is so good. (laughs) This is so good. So, where can people find this book? It's www. L-U-T-I-Media.org and um, we also have a marriage community that Mm is www.loveundertheinfluence.com and these are tools that you can use. You know, the Bible says for a lack of knowledge that people perish, but I like to say for a lack of applied knowledge. Mm -hmm. You can have a million books, including the Bible, in your house, Mm -hmm. but it it starts to activate something Mm -hmm. when you open it read it and learn how to apply it. So it is a tool that I believe that will give your your marriage a reset. It is a tool that if you're single, it will recharge you to now identify what you want in a day, mm-hmm. what to expect in a man or a woman, and to be able to identify certain things. So I think it's a blessing for those of you that may be single, those of you that uh, may have been widowed, those of you that may have been divorced, and you like on your fourth or fifth marriage. And the problem is you keep showing up and you keep showing up the mm-hmm. same. So I believe that this book will give you a new perspective. It will lead to your transformation once you apply the information. Wow, this is great. We spent over an hour and I feel like there's still a lot of <laughs> things so we've much. not been able to yeah. get into. We'd love My to goodness. have you both back. So do you have any marriage conference coming up soon? Or We're working on that and we'll keep you guys posted. Right. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you, you, I mean, you both have this grace and unknown on your mm. life on this topic mm-hmm. and you know sometimes people talk about marriage books and this and that but you just kind of feel like they're not solid right, right. but you book release feel solid and 
that today you really come across like a really solid dude. You Thank know? you. Mm -hmm. A lot of men that talk mm -hmm. about this, I love my wife, blah, 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 but it's, it's mm -hmm. hollow, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you come across as solid. And I feel like, too, that, you know, there's a lot of work that God's going to have you do with men. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of men, they've been, there's this word now I'm hearing on social media, city guys. Yeah, city boys. <laughs> yeah, city boy, city yeah. City boy, yeah. Yeah, city boys, city boys right? And city girls, and too. city boys, city girls. It's like mm -hmm. this fight between city boys mm -hmm. and city girls. Who's winning? So it's winning. So mm -hmm. when... War between the sexes. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So if a guy does a girl bad, oh, that's a city win. City boys up. Uh-huh. So if a girl if win... A gr uh, city girls up. Yeah, right. so there's yeah. this thing now that is so crazy mm -hmm. that a lot of boys or guys just want to be... I see the boy and mm. win for the boys right. instead of just being that man right, exactly. and being that solid man mm. and being faithful to one woman and loving mm. her and loving the kids and be that example, mm. you know. So I just want to also just share with you too. I just really feel like God just started to talk to you to that, not only for marriage, but mm. you have work to do with men. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of men have been trained wrong and right. have been exposed to social media, mm -hmm. whereby it's more fashionable right. to have multiple female partners mm -hmm. than if you have a single, if you have a male, uh, one and female partner, you're not winning for the city boys. Right, right, right. So I really, you know, pray that God's going to give you wisdom and favor mm -hmm. too, so that men will listen to you because, you know, even with, because uh, you both are also like entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. your son's an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. he has a clothing yeah. line, you know, I, dope gear, right? Mm -hmm. yep. 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 Awesome. Yes. You guys should check it out too. We'll put mm -hmm. the, uh, send us the link, we'll put okay. it out there too, you know. And so, um, you know, working together is very powerful mm -hmm. as a couple, as a family. Mm -hmm. So I want to do rapid questions, okay? okay. 60 seconds rapid mm -hmm. questions, okay, before we close out. So the first one is you've been married to Dr. Ho for 20, 22 years. 22 years. Mm -hmm. okay. What are some of the favorite things you love about her? Um, I just love her. Just like she's just a good person. When I say a good person, like she gonna go like for her friends and her family. She's gonna seconds. Okay, she's gonna go <laughs> over and above to make sure that they, you know, they're happy. She's not selfish. She's a good cook. She's just a all around awesome person. If you want anybody in your corner, she's like a good person. She's loyal, she trustworthy. If you tell her something, you're not gonna hear it again. Mm. Awesome. Sorry about you. Well, I love uh, Derek's heart for me. I love his personality. I love his swag. And I love that he is who he posts. Mm. He's he's who he posts. He is the man that he is at church. He's the same man at home. I love that he is authentic. He is submitted to God. And I just love that he practiced being in the presence of God every day. And what who he is privately is who he is publicly. Mm -hmm. So I love him. Okay, my next question is, if somebody's watching right now and they're like, this is so good, so what would be that thing? They need one thing that was the biggest secret you've learned in all of marriage to have a healthy, passionate, and happy marriage. The biggest thing I learned is one thing. If you could tell them one, it's thing. just it's just communication. Have those tough conversations. Mm -hmm. those, those tough conversations is going to transform your marriage. Communication. Mine is stop complaining, start confessing. Mm. Wow. My marriage is a result of what I confessed. Wow. I stopped complaining about it 
and start confessing. Women need to that's learn that. That's, that's, a, that's a real one. No, that's, that's, that's so What are some tools? Because I'm like a tools. Guy. You gotta get. You gotta do it. A lady's watching right now. They say you gotta get. You gotta get in the Word of God. How? And write down what you want to see. Then have the strength. To speak it even when you're uncomfortable. Come on. To speak it even when it's not lining up. To speak it. The Bible says to let the redeemed of the Lord say so. so. He said, if we decree a thing, mm-hmm. it shall be established. Mm-hmm. He said, whatsoever you bind on earth has already been bound in heaven, whatsoever you lose. So I think that as believers, as wives, we have the power to rewrite our destiny, to mm-hmm. rewrite our vows, and God will manifest it and show himself strong. I'm a living witness. I went from having a toxic marriage to having a marriage goal. Mm. For people who are different, Mm -hmm. couples who are so different, Mm -hmm. how do you guys manage that? Well, we we manage that, that we tell them like with us early on, my wife, she loved like going to Walmart. I mean, (laughs) she know everybody in Walmart. We just compromise. And I love football. She was like, baby, I watch football with you. But will you do that? So in marriage, give a little, take a little, give a little, take a little. So I had to learn, even though I might not enjoy doing something, if my wife enjoy it, I should at least be able to do it with her to make her happy and vice versa. You, you got to compromise. Yeah. It's not all about what you want. It's about, okay, I'm willing to sacrifice going to Walmart and walking through every single aisle for two or three hours. If that makes her happy, I'm willing to do that because it's, it's a compromise. Compromise. It can't always be like when we go to the when I, when we go to the mall. I know what I want. I'm in and out. But when she go to the mall, I said, "Baby, we done been in the store ten times. Just pick. I'm saying, just pick. I don't care how much it costs. Just pick it. Grab it. You want that? Grab it. Drink it all of them. So it's like with me, I had to just learn how to be patient in that area. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Like I know what I want. I know what I want. And I'm gonna get it. And I'm out. I'm, 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 I'm in the mall thirty minutes. I'm in and out. I, I, but I my wife. But that's y'all problem. Mm. Y'all not led by the spirit. <laughs> right. You're led by the spirit. You Man. Dr. Faith, check them. Got a room and check them. You know, and sense what yes. the Lord is saying yes. about this yeah. thing. You know, yes. This. Yes. Yeah. They don't know. They I don't know. Going to the mall with her is a lot. I need a lot of patience and grace. Yeah. yeah. Then now, I just learned now, <laughs> going to the mall with her and my daughter, mm-hmm. both women together. Double, double mm-hmm. trouble. Man. He was mad at us last time. Oh, I'm going to bless you now. Mm. He was mad at us. He was like, I said, you guys mm. took it too far. Mm. You took it too mm. far. Stay <laughs> too long. Yeah. I don't know what you guys mm-hmm. were buying. And then you guys, did you even pay attention to the budget? Mm. Did you? Like, he was going. Mm-hmm. And we were just like. They lied up there. But but you know what I find? Women, that's just women. Right? You know, it's like mostly because we, we was just at Phipps, right? So we was in the Gucci store. <laughs> so I walked in. It was this guy. He was sitting down I went and sit I said I, I know your pain I know I said I know everything you're going through right now we we gave each other some pound I said it's women it's just I mean women it's, it's just women it's, and it's funny you know I'm like babe we done been in here just grab it just if you want it just get it let's go let's go no fuck Hey, I'm Uyi Abraham. I came to America with only $100 and a suitcase of clothes. And I created Bonza.com to make it easy and simple for online coaches, entrepreneurs like you to run your business online. 
Before Bonzet was so difficult to run a business online because you have to use so many different tools and try to tie them all together. I was so frustrated and decided I wanted to create a platform, a one-stop shop to make it easy and simple for anyone with a dream or with an expertise or a knowledge to create or sell online to run their business online. Bonza allows you to create your online courses, your memberships, build a website, scheduling funnels. It gives you every tool you need so you don't have to be tying tools together, spending time and money so you can just focus on running your business online. Go to bonza.com today and start your free trial. It's the best all-in-one platform for online courses, memberships, and to run your business online. Go to bonza.com. I'll see you there. First and foremost, like anything that I purchase over a certain amount of money, it's an investment. Yeah. So I need to be able to look to see if this is what I really, really want. Mm -hmm. See, when he buys stuff for me, he is reckless shopping when it comes to me. <laughs> I'm not like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, he don't even tell me when he purchased certain stuff. So with me, I'm like, let, do, I have to weigh the pros and cons. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> But it takes three hours to do that. Yeah. Yes. Like, I, it's hard for us to shop. We're so used stores. to shopping for the kids and shopping for you guys. Yeah. That comes easy. Yes. But <laughs> it's hard for us That's true. when it comes to ourselves because, yes. of course, we know we're deserving. But at the same time, we also want to use wisdom. We also want to make sure that this purchase is not going to be regretful and that we're going to actually utilize what mm. we're purchasing. Look at them saying the same. Thing. <laughs> yeah, she is. I know, we, like, we make up our mind before we go. Yeah, I already I'm know what I want. I already I'm going for a blue shirt. And yep. he tell me, shirt. Yep. Like, I feel like go I don't want to wanna go to the mall yep. with him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go to the know, mall with w, him. You, you just caught that's exactly yes, how it is. You rushing me. Like, you caught it out. Rush me out the store. Yes. I forgot I need to get my eyebrow pencil. Yes. Get my lip liner. I don't remember because I was focused on the shoes. I was. Yes. And then he'd be like, baby, come on. I'm like, oh, my God. Now you got my brain in a fog <laughs> because you are rattling me. I don't like going what, to the mall with him. Two hours, it's though. two hours. No, time. because it's not. That's a enough time for one store. <laughs> exactly. Man, but like you just said, Dr. U.S., that's me. I'm going to the store to get a blue shirt, yeah. a white shirt. And I'm in. I already know what store. I'm, I'm not going to no other store. I know my size. I, know my I, size. Know. I don't have to try it on. I'm, I I'm gone. Exactly. <laughs> Let me just say this. Maybe y'all can empathize with us when I say this. Okay. When they create, when they do y'all's clothes, they actually do y'all's clothes so it fits y'all. Mm -hmm. For women, they are imposing a lot of societal standards on us. Mm -hmm. So when we think, oh, I wear a medium. You don't wear a medium. In that store, you wear a okay. small. Okay. In that store, you wear a large. Mm -hmm. And that's it, like... You can't even go into the, you can't just say, oh, I wear this size. Y'all can do that, mm. but we can't do that because mm. in different stores, we wear different sizes, not because we want to, but because of how they do it. And the second thing <laughs> is when they create clothes for us, they don't never want to give us no pockets. How am I supposed to wear, like, wear something y'all want to give me no pockets? 
Make it make sense. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, right. The pores, I guess. Mm. Pores, right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know? but, but, you see, now do y'all feel any empathy for us now? Uh, a little mm, bit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. A little bit, yeah, because also too, you guys like to just do window shopping. Mm. Like looking at this, I don't. I I know what I want. I mm -hmm. go there and I'm out. I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't. But we're not window shopping technically. Like looking at if this, we see it, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it. So it's like we're browsing to see because we already have in our mind about five or six things we want, mm -hmm. and you'd rather <laughs> us be in the mall for two or three hours than to say we want all six things. Facts. Oh, okay. This just that. We're not going. We're not going. Yeah, we're not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. We still love our wives, you know. This is so great. So please look. We at should. We should really go to the mall. We yeah. really should. North Point is up the street. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And oh, it is up the street. Nice. I'm probably finna go there now because I need me some black pumps. Listen, mm -hmm. they have nice stores. Yeah, I think we'll I'm. A, I'm think I'm gonna go. Up. I, I know. I know. I know. So too though. Because on the south side, you know, on one of the benefits of living on the north side is it's, mm. it's very family friendly. Mm. They have a yes. lot of malls and mini malls, mm. like even like, perimeter. Perimeter is even better than perimeter. North Point. Mm. North Point. Mm. Perimeter. Uh, there's Avalon mm -hmm. on yes. exit ten. There's Asian on exit twelve. Have y'all yeah. stayed at the Avalon yet? Oh, at the Avalon? We have not. My I've been sister trying is to a, get there. No, it's what? nice. I've been trying to tell Avalon. I've been trying to get there. It's so mm. nice. Because I, I heard about the shopping, so I was like, oh, I could stay there. Mm. Date yes, night. Literally. Go downstairs go down and just and stay downstairs. Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a great anniversary. That's anniversary. Wait, what is that? Our anniversary, um, May 26th. Oh, down mm -hmm. the street. Make your plan. Go ahead, Pastor D. Work that's it out. Good. That's good. That's a good man right there. Yeah, come, on. Yeah. Uh, come on. Come on. Come on. Man, we enjoyed y'all. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Really the time went by so fast. It ten minutes. That time went by fast. Yeah, it went. We gotta come back. Yeah, mm -hmm. we have to say again. No, mm -hmm. You guys, please, and uh, let us know when you're having this next conference. Of course. Okay. Come back mm -hmm. so you can promote that as well. And please look at do something for men. But we're yes. still rolling, though. So oh, that's true. last word, please look at that camera. That's mm -hmm. the camera right there. Mm -hmm. And give a parting word and also to plug the book one more time. This word I want to give to the women. Women in the dating process, pay attention to how a man treat his mom because if he treat his mom like crap, nine times out of ten he's going to treat you the same way or, or if it's not worse. So make sure you just pay attention and if he show you who he is, believe him. I just want to give all the marriage couples uh, this advice. Listen. Listen and pay attention. Treat your spouse the way that you would like to be treated. Wow. Thank you all for this wonderful mm -hmm. episode. I mean, we didn't even get into a lot of things that I would really would like for us to talk about, but it was a pleasure having Dr. Derek yes. and Thank Dr. Thank you Otavian. for having us. Yes. Love you and Dr. Yeah. Faith. Yes. Love you both. Yeah. And also pastors of Open Wings Ministries mm -hmm. yes. right now in Riverdale. Riverdale. Yes, Riverdale, Georgia. Georgia. Mm -hmm. So we're going to put all the show information. Please get the book. They also have, uh, you know, their son also have a clothing oh, line brand. too, mm -hmm. Dope Man Gear, which we didn't even get time to talk about today. Mm -hmm. So they're really, really dope people. So talk, tap in with them, okay? So I'm Dr. O. Abraham. I'm Dr. Faith Abraham. See y'all in the next video, New Rich Nation. See and let us know in the comments what you felt about this video because we yeah. have back. If you say. So let us know in the comments. See y'all next time. Bye for now.